We're back. On today's episode of Kindred 360, we introduce a new teammate and we let you know what's been going on the last year. Let's go! You're listening to the Kindred 360 podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rod Idol, Matt Smith, Lindsay Terry, and Chris Moore. The Kindred 360 podcast is an extension of Kindred Church in Midlothian, Virginia. At Kindred, we help people find their purpose. We believe that God designed us to be surrounded by others who love and care for us. We call this your tribe. We invite you to be part of our tribe today, so enjoy the fun, inspiration, and introspection all in today's episode of Kindred 360. Now, Pastor Rod Idol. Holy moly, we're back. How about that? Good to see you guys. Yeah. All it's right. good to be back. I haven't seen Matt in a year. I don't know where he's been, but it's good to have all of you here. I've been bathing in the baptistry and sleeping in the back closet. <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad you finally bathed. It is, man, it's good to be back in the cellar, the Studio 360 cellar. What do you call the Studio 77 Kindred 360 Been so long we forgot the studio. name. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Anyway, it's good to be back with you. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm great. Yeah, good to see you. We have a new teammate. I'm kind of excited. I'm going to introduce her in a second. Topher, how you been, buddy? Hey, I'm great. I'm yeah. super excited to be yeah, here. Yeah, you are super excited, <laughs> aren't yeah, you? I am. Yeah, Lindsay Lou. I'm really, really glad we're starting this again. All right, yeah. Matthew. I'm glad to be squeezed with some of my favorite people right here. <laughs> there you go. Let's go. Notice the new conglomerate. I, I asked Mike, I said, could I not sit with them? Um, <laughs> because we're, as you, in case you don't know, if you're listening to this, we're also on video. We're on YouTube and Instagram, I think. And uh, so this is something that you can watch as well as listen to. And um, what they don't know is Mike is going to edit that side out, and it's just going to be me and our <laughs> new teammate here. I am excited to be back. I really am. <clears throat> I think this is going to be a fantastic year. And you probably noticed the 2020 could be described a lot of ways. Fantastic may not be one of the terms you use. Because of that, because when the – the COVID hit and all that kind of stuff and all the shutdown, we shut down as a team. And this was probably one of the biggest things we missed as a team yeah. is our podcast. And we heard that from a lot of people. When are you going to do a podcast again? And so now that we feel like we're back on a track and our goal, we talked about this as staff quite a bit. Our goal is to get back to what we're used to doing. And this is one of those. And so in, in an effort to keep you more informed in an effort to help you understand what's really going on in our world. We have a new segment. We have a new teammate and her name is Nikita and we're bringing you hard hitting news. Nikita, welcome. Today, magicians celebrate 100 years of sawing people in half. A man has his wallet returned 53 years later. There are concerns about the new local Starbucks already tilting before its grand opening. These are your headlines. This is Nikita with Kindred 360 News. Back to you, Rod. <laughs> man, you're intense. Wow. She's just like, Whoa. <clears throat> we got to get her to lighten up a little bit. So um, anyway, it was great. to. It's gonna, You're going to hear more from Nikita in just a little bit. And um, I think we're really going to be blessed to have her on the team. 
and uh, I'm excited about what she's going to be doing here with us. Like I said, uh, Kindred 360 podcast is something that we did for like a year and a half or so, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it about yeah. a year and a half? And then all of a sudden it got shut down, and we just felt like we want to do this. Um, we want to start this all over again. And I'm sure to appreciate <laughs> Mike Resendiz, our technical director, our engineer, our host, our producer, all those other things um, with his ideals that he's given us on how to do this in a better way. Don't you guys appreciate Mike for what he's done? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So Mike has a lot of expertise on this. And um, when I asked him, I said, when we finally got together and said, okay, we want to bring the podcast back. And he said, well, you have to do it on YouTube. He just made that abundantly clear. Um, so I don't know if it's a law or just a good idea, but that's what he wants. So we are coming with you to you with videos. So that kind of changes our whole dynamic, doesn't it? Yeah. I yeah. mean, you can tell with Lindsay and with Matt and myself, like you care how you look. And then clearly, Topher, I just clearly forgot that we were filming today. <laughs> he didn't get the memo at all. That was like the first thing he said this morning when we showed up. Yeah. I forgot we were filming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should have got the memo. All right, but uh, anyway, what do you like? The do you like the new setup? Yeah, I I like the new setup. You yeah. guys, yeah, I do. I dig it. You know, Mike was going to do something different on the walls, and I said, no, I want you to keep the Muhammad Ali Sunny listed thing. That's classic. I like the way we're set up because I don't have to sit as close to you guys. Um, the dumb won't rub off. Yeah, you know, um, some of the there's a lot of value there. Um, I do love. Uh, the ad of Kindred News, Kindred 360 News. I think that's awesome. So I'm going to tell you that you're going to hear, I told you that you're going to hear more from Nikita. And so what I want to do is I want to send it over to her and let her do her news takes. Would you guys like that? Yeah. Yeah, Let's hear it. So I really think, Nikita, are you ready? And I want you to understand that you are going to be subject to comments from the peanut gallery as you go through this so <laughs> we I look want, like we're three judges on a game show yeah where's the buzzer hey, where's the buzzers we need buzzers and um who's going to be simon Cowell? all right matt's the meanest um, so Ouch. without <laughs> i was just about to say nikita gets the golden buzzer every time oh that's precious so without further ado we bring you newswoman nikita nikita Thank you, Rob, for that introduction. Well, today we're going to talk about magicians. Uh, magicians from all around the world will be getting together online to celebrate 100 years of that landmark performance. Magician historian Mike Cavani said, This took off and became the most influential and the most famous illusion, in my opinion, and that's ever been. The magician wasn't doing this trick to an inanimate object. He was doing it to a human being, which raised it to a whole new level. <gasps> Celebrity magician David Copperfield came up with his own version, the Death Saw, where he was the one tied down to a platform as a giant rotary blade sliced him in two. Sometimes he actually got injured. I got cut a few times by the blade because the blade was a little bit off. You know, stages are different every theater you know, Copperfield stated. Is that wow. real news? So, wow, that's actually wow. Hang on, so these are real news? <laughs> yeah, well, she's going to make them up. No, I made them up. I literally thought we were just making She's really good. Right. She's making that up. Right. I'm... Right. You guys didn't know I'm like a part time writer. They've been doing this for a hundred years. <laughs> so, I mean, so it's been a hundred years since they've been cutting people in half. Is yep. that it? Yep. Today, wow. as of Very today, cool. not according to the Bible. 
<laughs> because prophets were put in logs and they were cut in half. But it wasn't magic. But that was real. Different audience and purpose. <laughs> Just All right, let's go. You okay. got something else? Yes, I do. All right, let's go. Keep for going. It. The missing wallet. Uh, Paul Christian finally got his wallet back after he had lost it for 53 years ago in Antarctica. That's nuts. Grissom of San Diego, California, arrived in Antarctica in October 1967 as a Navy meteorologist. At some point during his 13-month assignment, he lost his wallet and eventually forgot about it. I was just blown away, Grissom told the San Diego Tribune, after he received the wallet by mail. There was a long series of people involved who tracked me down and ran me to ground. Some of those moments, mementos included a pocket reference card on what to do during an atomic, biologic, and chemical attack, a bear ration punch card. We might yeah. need that. Yeah. <laughs> a tax withholding statement and receipts for money orders sent to his wife. Wow. What would be lost? That's crazy. If, if you lost your wallet from five years ago, what kind of things would you have lost that you don't have now? Like $2? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you from when I was a kid, it had been the Blockbuster card. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I kept mine yeah. for the longest time and then I lost it in a move and I was really upset. What is a Blockbuster it. card? <laughs> the Blockbuster app card? <laughs> I lost a I'm guitar, guitar center card, but then I found it and I was like, oh, I wonder if this thing still works. It, it still works. Nice. 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 Very cool. Well, that's cool. All right. You got any more? Our last story here. Last story. All right. You just gave me a dirty look. You all right? She's like, stop talking. Yeah. Let me, right. Let me my get job. through this. Okay. My, all right. I'm good. sweating already as it is. It's the ruffles. Hence why we, have separate, ruffles. Hence why we have separate tables. Yeah, Maybe I need if you wouldn't wear the pirate shirt. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a new one after this one. I'm gonna go buy another be one. A pirate. <laughs> yes, I do. I can fly. <laughs> All right. They love That's that it. one. They love it's that right. one. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on, Nikita. I love the news. <laughs> All right. So, as you know, the new Pizza Hut in Chesterfield Shopping Center. I'm sorry, the old Pizza Hut in the Chesapeake Shopping Center. Yeah, get center. rid of those. Those yeah. are the worst. <laughs> Your arch nemesis. That's Matt's favorite Destroy pizza, by the way, everybody. He loves Pizza Hut. Gives me the bubble guts every time. <laughs> Mow down. <laughs> Let me finish my, oh my segment, gosh. Matt. This is from the spiritual burrito over here. I'm the spiritual burrito. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start that over again. Wow. <laughs> You got one sentence in. You're going to start. It didn't even get through the whole sentence. Go like ahead, a halfway. All right. So the old Pizza Hut and Chesterfield Shopping Center is making a way to be turned into a Starbucks. Macchiatos and lattes soon will be flowing from the site of a former pizza, pizza restaurant in Chesterfield. Plans call for the Starbucks to raise a one-story, 3,300-square-foot building and replace it with a one-story, 2,500-square-foot store that includes a drive through an outdoor patio, and 70 parking spaces. The Starbucks is being developed by Miami, Florida-based Frontier Development. The building seems to be tilting, and, but plans on opening still in March. Starbucks and Frontier could not be reached for a comment. Mm. Hang on, like Nothing literally tilting? Just, just or is that out, a phrase no, that means something? It looks something. like it's tilting. It, it looks, looks like it. Walk out the front of the church and just look over at it, and you'll see it, and you'll swear it's like this. Really? Yeah. Also, it's really, my budget really of my Starbucks is going to go up. And, and, <laughs> Why do and they I need am, 70 parking spaces? That's what I was hung up on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of parking spots. Um, I, I just, I, 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 I was knew Mike would be really, really excited with 
the Starbucks coming in that close to the church. Yeah, now yeah. I won't feel bad to ask you to get me a Starbucks <laughs> in the morning on Sunday. <laughs> hey, well, you shouldn't feel bad. I'm glad to do that for you. But um, all right, Nikita. Well, listen, you did a great job. Yeah, great yeah. Job. thank you. I, f- I didn't do my sign off. Okay, well, I'm not telling you to walk away. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> One, two, three. Do your sign off. I'm Nikita with Kendra 360 News in the wrong place at the wrong time. Did I say it right? Okay. See, for people who don't know Nikita, for her to be so serious for so this hard. long is like one of the most difficult things we've been asking I'm her to do. sweating buckets right She now. laughs all the time, and she's a joy to be around. And so it's funny watching her like, this is the Nikita news. Nobody else got any comment? Okay, is that great. how she said I think it? she's a joy. Everybody it's else doesn't. Nikita Everybody news. else listen, can't stand your guts. So. <laughs> what many people may not know uh, on this, Nikita is the wife of Nestor the Mailman. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's joined our team. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But before we get into our stuff, let's turn it over to Nestor the Mailman. Hello, Kindred 360 family. This is Nestor, your mailman, with a delayed package due to COVID-19 <laughs> from 1 Peter chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. So I exhort the elders among you, as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is going to be revealed, shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Until next time, press on. Man, I love having Nestor back, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I miss that mailman. It's funny, since the last time... He talked, he became an elder, and you notice the scripture is about listening to elders. I think there might be a little power struggle there. I'm not sure what to talk to anybody. Yeah, but anyway, it's great to have Nestor back with us and and sharing and things like that. And, you know, we're we're seeking out uh, new things and new ways of doing this. Um, There's probably going to be a... um, a renewal of some of the things that we've had in the past, whether it be hot topics or or top songs, things like that. But there's also going to be an additional things, as you saw with Nikita. We want to do more of that as well. Maybe we're going to have our spiritual barista Topher back Maybe. sharing with us. Um, but I think we can all say. <laughs> so I have one more yeah. idea for the for. Sorry to interrupt you, but that's okay. One uh, one thing that I think we're going to start doing also is a cooking segment. I like how you threw that segment. in. <laughs> a cooking segment. That didn't that mean anything Rod cooks. I'm yeah. just going to yeah. say that right I don't blame Hey, he makes like good breakfast burritos. with Topher. The, tri- the, 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 the twist is, is what you can do a cooking at your desk. So if you're at work and you need to cook something, you can cook do it at your like desk. we have like a, a George Foreman grill thing, whatever those called? Yeah, we're going to do a little, little cooktop thing. Hot we're going to cook hot dogs in a coffee maker and put the buns <laughs> on top and let those get yeah, steamed. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Coffee infused Yeah, I'm, I'm game with any of that as long as you're willing to risk your whole studio burning. I mean, down. I put bacon okay in a that. George Foreman grill by my bed. Um, firing signature is already ordered. Don't you? Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> so the firing signature is already ordered. <laughs> okay. So, 
Anyway, I, I'm pretty excited about this, guys. I really am. I'm glad to be back with you. And, you know, I thought what we would do today is maybe just a little bit out of the norm. I know usually that I have like a devotional time or whatever, and, and um, uh, I want to do something a little bit different. I want to do a little give and take. Um, in other words, I'm going to talk about some things, and what I want to do is review our last year, basically, mm-hmm. and then preview what's coming up at Kindred. Would you guys like to do that? Yeah, yeah, sure. And I, th- I think that um, people would like to hear that a little bit too. So let's start with the review, okay? Now, I I've thought about this quite a bit, and truthfully, there were four main things that really hit me in 2020 that hit Kindred uh, made the biggest influence. The first one, obviously, is the new location, right? Yeah. The new building. And, you know, I got thinking, I don't want to just say that. I want to remember some things. And I think Matt, especially, because I turned a lot of this over to Matt. Um, When COVID hit, Matt's job was going to change because he couldn't do small groups. He couldn't do discipleship groups, things like that, because we weren't allowed to meet. And so what we did, if you remember, is we kind of just went all online. I'm going to talk about that in a second, too. So I asked Matt, because he has such attention to detail and he makes lists over everything, I said, Would you, I want you to handle um, the building project. And so he did willingly, and he did a great job. But yeah. Matt, do you remember some of the struggles we had? Like we left our other place the end of February. So it was a year ago, probably yeah. this week, right? Yeah. And then we um, went over to the building and how long it took to get just a building permit. You remember mm. that? Well, number one, you can all now call me Matt, your spiritual general contractor. Okay. Number two, <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. And the thing that Ron and I were joking about, thinking about this at staff meeting yesterday was, how many times we went back and forth down to the building commission to drop off papers. And I was telling them, uh, the team that we literally spent about $250. Just copies. Of just five, $4, $5, uh, plan sized papers. Yeah. And it was insane. It they was were crazy. sick of us by the end. But, and I would turn on the charm. No go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, after a while, you couldn't even turn on the charm because you'd have to drop it in a box. They'd oh, yeah, have to come downstairs right, yeah. and get it. You couldn't meet with them face-to-face, couldn't go in the building. It was crazy just to get a building permit. And I remember how we celebrated. Remember, I took a picture of it. We hung it on the wall, and I took a picture of it and put it out. Say, man, we got the building per- building yeah. permit. Yeah. That's the start. And we did a lot of good work. Remember the struggles with the fire marshals? Oh, my yes. word. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was never going to get solved. Right. I mean, we just, it was hard getting them out there. It was hard doing it, but we got it done. Remember the alarm system struggles? Yeah. Yep. 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 We'd go, and we had plans. We got it all set, and then we're ready to roll. It's like, no, y'all got to change everything. Yeah, right. Because we had a different guy yep. step in at that point. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was crazy. You're talking really loud, by the way. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> always yeah, number that's, one. Yeah, that's Matt. But I will move the mic. I mean, you ever know? Uh, he was talking, and my left ear is bleeding right now. But uh, anyway, I thought it was, I thought it was full of uphill battles at first. I mean, even contractor issues and all that kind of stuff. We had them. But then I'll tell you something. I I think it's important to remember some of the really good stuff. Yeah. Yep. All right. One, we certainly had a fantastic um, landlord. Yeah, Yeah. no kidding. Oh, you ain't lying. I love this guy. My gosh, especially. I, I I know that... Probably a lot of people have had good experiences, and they've been like, yeah, he's good. 
you know, but I don't mind giving his name. His name is Gary. Gary's our landlord. And compared to what we had, it's like night and day. I mean, it, it's it's just an absolute blessing. And he helped us through this process. He got people to come out and look at our facility. He go, I know a guy. Let me give him a call. Yeah. And things like that. <laughs> he came down and encouraged us. He was so patient through this whole process. So that was a good thing. And I don't want to, I don't want to forget the good things. Right. I want to remember that um, w- the contractor that we ended up hiring did such a great job, brought his team in, put yeah. a lot of pressure on all of them and they got so much done so, so quickly. quickly. That's right. Yeah. Man, the first thing you know, you look up and you're, gosh, you're seeing the walls down there. I want to remember our plumbing contractor who came in in just a couple days, good old Chip Pasker. And he came in and uh, they installed the the bathrooms and all that kind of stuff. Just a just an amazing amazing help in yep. all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to remember our free carpeting from Journey or Journey Church. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That right. Was I mean, huge. remember walking back into that warehouse <laughs> and just seeing stacks and stacks and stacks of squ- carpet squares and like, holy cow! And I said, I said what do we get? He goes, whatever you want, take it all. I don't care. He yeah, wants it out of there. Right. We walked in thinking maybe we can, you know, do the green room. Right. And it's right like, there's right. enough to do the entire, entire building. Building. Right. Yeah. right. It is, it is crazy. That was such a nice, nice thing. And then my buddy, Matt Gannam up North who said, listen, and he sent down, um, a, a team that installed it all, saved yeah. us thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, uh, sent down a team and they installed it all. Um, and so next thing you know, we are getting all this done. And honestly, um, it's easy to complain about last year, but the COVID thing um, kind of helped us a little bit because we wouldn't have had a building to go into. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, it would have been rough. For- we we would have been wondering what we're going to do. So the um, quarantine actually gave us time. And so mm-hmm. finally... In June, we were able to start meeting in there, and yeah. slowly but surely, every week that people would come back, they'd see the building done a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until we are 99% done now. Yeah. yeah. And we got little knickknacks here and there. We got stuff. We we have um, you know little things on the wall that need to be fixed. Maybe um, we got uh, some pieces of flooring that's not in yet, stuff like that. So we'll get all that done. Um, and uh, we're getting some work done now. I'm going to let Matt talk about it in a little bit. But anyway, what a great thing. I think every one of us would say we are so glad we made the move. Yeah. And we're yeah. in a building three times the size. We got a kid's area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, the most exciting yeah. part to me. Isn't it? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in the entire existence of the church, it they had never had a permanent kid space. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. It, awesome isn't it yeah it is yeah we're really thankful yeah we i hope that we never stop giving thanks to god on that yep right because sometimes you know we're around it a lot and we kind of forget wow what the lord did so it's Mm -hmm. good to remember those things kind of like david before he went into battle the lord gave me the lion the lord gave me the bear the lord will give me this right we want to remember what the lord did for us when we come up against it again Right. And it was a real faith stretching experience too. Wasn't I mean, it? like you're saying, I mean, we had a space, our last space was, we had lost some additional renting space, but we ended up with 2,600 yeah. square feet. And now we're in a building just shy of, what is it? Is it? Uh, 8,700. Yeah, 8,700. And I mean, talk about just a stretch in mortgage, 
our mortgage rent and but uh, it's not three times the rent that's, it's not that's a blessing yeah. it's not no but it was double and yeah. you know we had some people can we do this Are we, and it just was cool to sit back and say let's let's see what god's gonna do yeah 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 awesome stuff another thing that hit me was the online presence of the church right we we always were on facebook but man i remember from mid-march to mid-june and Mike, you can chime in on this. You'd have to record our services. You know, Lindsay would record the music. Mike, you'd record me teaching or Matt teaching. That was a challenge. That was a challenge. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. It? I mean, that's why oh, we weren't man. doing the podcast. We were leaning on Mike so yeah. hard right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the problem is that I always put a little too much into it. Yeah. Where then I'm like, I want to, what's in my head, I want to achieve that. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, this Why did I do this? This yeah. is above and beyond. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It great, but I'm like, I, I'm going to do about, this like 50 how about the times. Time, yeah. yeah. How about the time we went to the hill yeah. with Richmond behind me? Yeah. And I preached there on yeah. that hill. I, I mean, mean, the shots look great. Yeah. It looks And I was cool. freezing yeah. my butt off. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah, this is a good day to do it. I was like, let's, let's go to every location in town and do a sermon. <laughs> How about we try to get yeah. our uh, yeah. our calendars Ron, how online. do you feel about skydiving? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> hey, that would have been awesome. Would it? Yeah. yeah. That's the first time a preacher screamed his whole sermon. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, wow. And I, I remember even saying um, that, man, if we had to do that all the time, I'd be working at Taco Bell. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I just, I couldn't. But you know what? We're We're still working on our online presence. We're trying to get better. We want to do other things differently. Um, we want to order more cameras. We want to we want to do things a little bit more um, tech oriented. Right now, we're doing it um, really well, but we're doing it through a phone still, you know, and stuff like that. And we want to change some of that. And I think God's going to provide for that. Um, and uh, so I'm excited about what's coming down the road with that. You know, a few weeks ago when we had to go online because of the weather, and we came in and. Um, you know, we had a tiny congregation because some people don't get the <laughs> news, you know, they don't they don't have Facebook or whatever. And so they didn't get the news. Hey, we're not having church. And so they show, some people showed up in the middle of that ice junk. There right? was 11 yeah, of us well, who attended church yeah. together yeah. and everybody and so, else online. <clears throat> I mean, that was cool. And I don't care what anybody says. I'd much rather meet face to face. I miss that greatly. You also have to have an online presence, and uh, I think we're getting better at it. That was a big thing we we really started elevating at the church. Another thing, how about the the staff change? Right, we yeah. had some staff change. Yeah, yeah. But for sure. it's kind of interesting. We we had a situation. Many of you remember Stacy McCoy. Stacy was our admin. She was our children's director. She did a lot of things mm -hmm. for the church. A lot of things, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. she wore a lot of hats. Well, over last year, in the middle of last year, they bought a house and moved. And they moved about, oh, 45 minutes to an hour away. I don't know whether you guys knew that or not. Um, but they moved a, a long way away. Mm -hmm. And so it made doing some of those things a little bit more difficult. And through time, um, she came to the decision that she was going to move on. And so I had the job of starting to look for people to do her job. And, yeah. and one of the things that I decided when we were doing that was I'm not going to put that under one person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to divide that up a little bit. So the first person I talked to was for our finances because we had to get that in line 
uh, right away so we could keep paying our bills, stuff like that. And so I talked to Ann Kershaw. Now, if you don't know Ann, you'll get to know her more. Her husband's one of my elders. Great, great lady. Um, and uh, I'm going to ask you guys to go ahead and give an impression of Ann. Not impression. She has a New York accent. But yeah. She does, yeah. No, I love Ann. She's funny and she's super patient. Yeah. Um, and just incredibly helpful and resourceful. Yeah. She's yeah. been really great. Yeah. 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 Anne's been such a great addition, especially I'm super grateful to her too, because she's um, been able to work with Savannah and myself individually yeah. um, on some stuff too, that we wouldn't have had otherwise. Cool. And it was awesome. Yeah. Super yeah, grateful yeah. for her. One of the first weeks she came in and was just, I don't know, picking up a checkbook or something. And I just happened to be in the building and then, uh, I sat down and I just, we were talking and we ended up talking for about an hour yeah. and it was really cool. It was one of the first really long Did she get to say anything? No, she didn't. Okay. <laughs> but, um, no, no, she actually, no, yeah, she talked a lot, talked about her family yeah. and it was just really cool uh, because the one thing that uh, I even, I even called you Rod afterward and I just said, Hey, you know what? I, I really love Anne because she's got a heart for this. She's easygoing and she's just such a servant. I don't know how yeah. many times in a meeting and stuff we just say, and can you help me with this? And okay, yeah, we'll figure that yeah. out. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just great. We're not going to get a chance to have her in a meeting for a while because Anne also does taxes and she's going to be a little busy. A little busy. Um, <laughs> in fact, her husband, Kirk, I play golf with, and he let me know recently that the only days he can play golf is Saturday and Sunday. I was like, well, I'm a little busy on Sunday, <laughs> but I might be able to make a Saturday. But um, another person we added to the team was Pam, Matt's wife. Pam, mm -hmm. um, she is doing our children's ministry. Now, Pam is a veteran of children's ministry. She's done it in the past. But I'll tell you, I didn't. This was the one I had great concern over. And I was like, me too, guys. Yeah, not Pam herself. I mean, the position. And oh, I was oh. like, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, what, what are we going to wow. do about this? And I actually asked somebody whose name came up many times unsolicited, and she just felt that this wasn't the time for her. And so I just stopped asking. I wasn't going to ask anybody else. I wasn't going to make something up. And then um, actually, Matt talked to me and he said, hey, I don't know if you know, but my wife would be willing to help out. I called her. Uh, we talked. She's been helping out. She let me know she'd help out as long as we need. She's a great team player. Um, and wow, what a difference in just a short time in our children's ministry, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, we're seeing new things come flying in all the time. Yeah. Lindsay, you got kids back there. What yeah. do you I that's one thing that I love is that like my kids are love going back there. They love Miss Pam. Yeah. And it's just been really a good experience, I think, for a lot of families and no doubt. yeah, no doubt, no so. doubt. I like making out with the kids, Pastor. But, um, <laughs> but other than that, she's thank you doing a great for job. saying that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, looks like we're we're hiring soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You mean since January, <laughs> right? I mean, right? So, all right. <laughs> Okay, you, you threw me off. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> so anyway, what a blessing Pam has been. I want to tell you, that woman is on 100% of the time. She yeah. sends me texts, sends me emails, makes phone calls. I just so much appreciate her. Um, and I told Matt early on, she is so good. I'm praying that 
for some reason, she loses better, her job at the Y uh, and she comes to church. But anyway, that's just me. Um, uh, so we just love Pam to death. We're just really blessed, and the kids love her too. The third position I hired. So, Stacy, if you listen to this ever again, I want you to know it took three people to replace you. That's yeah. a good comment. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, the third person we hired is Nikita. You got to uh, get a little bit of glimpse of Nikita doing the news there. Um, let me tell you about Nikita real quick. When I met Nikita the first time, I obviously I met Nestor first. Nestor was all he's fired up, you know, and he I think he gave a, a communion meditation one time and I walked up and I said, dude, you were on fire. And he said, well, you know, I want to work at a church and all that stuff. So we talked for such a long time. But every time I talked to Nikita, she just giggled. <laughs> did you guys? I mean, did <laughs> what? you go, hey, Nikita, yeah. she go, <laughs> I have no idea what you're I don't talking think about. I've ever heard her giggle and laugh in my life. Terrible impression. I know. Though. I'm not trying to impress, make an impression. Of her. But what I'm saying is, she's getting, and I don't know whether she was nervous or just doesn't have anything to say. So I'm like, okay. And so when we're looking for this position, uh, Nestor, I brought it up to the elders and I said, hey guys, um, I want to replace admin. By the way, some people that stepped in really big. Lori Gregory stepped yeah. in and helped yeah. us out yeah. uh, really big for, sure. for a while and just awesome. But I knew I wanted to get a admin on sooner than later. And so I went to the fellas and I said, the elders, and I said, hey, I want to bring this on soon. That I wasn't even home yet. And I got a text from Nestor. And he said something like, please put my wife to work or something like that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> no, what, what, what he said was uh what he said you know maybe you'd consider nikita and so i brought it to the staff and the staff with the exception of one no i'm kidding um the, everybody was like yeah man nikita would be great nikita would be great you know so um i met with nikita talked with her just uh it didn't take me long at all to see that this is a person we have on the team so inside of a week i think i hired her from the first time i yeah. talked to her i hired her and I think we all agree, and I don't want to give her a big head, but great hire, right? Yeah. Oh, great, yeah. great hire. Yeah. For sure. I mean, we, we said we want I, – I gave her on her job description. I said, I want notes from the staff meeting. You got 48 hours to get it to us. It's no big rush. You got 48 – we get like 48 minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like popped there. into our inbox. You know, I'm like, she's – Are you serious? All she's right. checking up on staff. She even checks up on me. Like, did you do what I – Back off, woman. <laughs> you work for me. The All first right. meeting that she came to, she wasn't even hired. She was just there to like see how right. we do a staff right. meeting. I look over, she's taking minutes. I'm like, this is the most. And then she looks up online or it, before she's yes. hired and gets all this stuff. So, like, like right? oh, hey, what about this idea? What right, about yeah. this idea? I'm yeah. like, hire this woman. <laughs> so, yeah. Usually on my text messages list, it's usually the wife staff people and right. all that nikita like pushed to the top yeah. <laughs> like, like are you real ready? quick i was like I, I never hear from nikita that much yeah. it's like yeah. all of a sudden she's like every morning i'm like <laughs> yeah she's crazy crazy good and uh i you know i'll tell you if if it, you ladies are listening i want to let you know what i told the elders last week i said um the only word i used to describe these three is awesome just great hires we are really blessed you know what yeah. i love you know what I love about hiring? They came from within the church. Yeah. Don't you love yeah. that? When you yeah. can hire from... Topher was part of our church. Yeah. And we hired him, right? It, it is such a cool thing when you can hire from within the church. So, mm-hmm. uh, man, so staff changes. And I guess the last thing I would hit on before we go into the preview is LaRocca. Mm. Yes. Right? Yeah. 
Um, you know, I had a last fall, I was getting pestered by a man named Hadakel Bruno. Um, Lindsay kept sending it to me. This guy's trying to get a hold of you. This guy's trying to get a hold of you. This guy's trying to get a hold of you. So I just finally called him. I didn't never heard of him. And he's a pastor of a church called uh, La Roca, Iglesia La Roca. And he asked if we would be interested in renting out our facility to him and his church. And one thing led to another. I met with him absolutely um, connected with the guy. Um, met with him, talked to him for a couple hours. I asked him to share his vision. He shared his vision. It was really, really a cool experience. Um, so they began meeting on their seventh anniversary, by the way, there was their first Sunday in our building. Mm-hmm. And um, Lindsay went down and ran sound for him a little bit and kind of watched. And and uh, I watched them online. And um, wow, we were amazed. But that Sunday, they also came to our service. And yeah. they like um, added this firepower, right? Yeah. yeah. In our so service. Cool. And um, it was really, really enjoyable. And I know some of them probably didn't understand a word I said, you know, because some of them don't speak English. Uh, But they were there. And uh, it was really cool. And uh, so as I got to know Hadakel even more and his right-hand buddy, uh, Oscar, um, it was really, really a blessing. Um, Unfortunately, um, just a month, a little bit over a month ago on January 16th, um, spent a few hours with Hadakel. Um, at our church, actually, on a yep. work day. Mm-hmm. And then at 4 o'clock in the morning on the 17th, um, I received a call that had a kill at the age of 53, died suddenly. Um, hard to take, and I hardly knew him. I only knew him for a couple months. Um, and I can't imagine the struggle that it's it placed upon Oscar and, of course, his wife, um, Sayudis, Sayudis mm-hmm. and... Um, uh, it's just been amazing. But I'll tell you something, uh, that church is strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've got some really cool ministry. And I'm going to give Matt a chance to talk a little bit about that in a second. Um, and uh, I, I think we all say, even with the tragedy, even with the challenge, um, real blessing to Kindred Church Yeah, as well. Yeah. I know we're blessing them, and that's what the kingdom is. We bless each other. That's right. And um, they're still carrying on. Uh, so, uh, if you're listening out there, if anybody's listening from La Roca, uh, we want to let you know, we're really glad that you're here. Yeah. So with that being said, I want to go into our, what is 2020 going to look like? And... This is where you guys are going to do a lot of the talking before I finish this out, all right? And I'm just going to simply go by staff members, and I'm going to go by longevity of our staff members. And so we'll start with you, Matt. Matt, give us a little glimpse into 2021. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, we've got I've got four areas that I'm going to report on real quick. And the first sure, one, sure, sure, that'd be good. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, cool, 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 cool. do is go to report on on four different areas. Okay, and yeah, let's bury that joke. Yeah, can we get it out? That was awful. Do you think I'm going to remember that? And I'm like, what's wrong with the video? No, but anyways, I got four different areas, and one of them is the building, and we are excited about the building. I love coming in. What was really cool this past week is we had a lady come in. She had only been in one time, and that was right at the beginning in June, and she walked in, and she was like, oh my gosh, this is so great, and it 
it kind of re-energized me. We've made so much progress, uh, but what we're going to start doing right now is we're going to start adding some finesse now that we've finished all of our primary tasks and renovations. So you guys, can- so you mean like chandeliers and chandeliers. sconces? Uh, sconces. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So we're uh, putting in a spiral staircase <laughs> that goes nowhere, but it looks a cool. mezzanine. It looks cool. Yeah. Fireman pulls. <laughs> um, no, and uh, so right now we're working with La Roca to actually build a permanent uh, welcome counter cool. up at the front, which will be really nice. Um, uh, I'm also uh, we're working on upgrading our coffee area, and so you guys can expect some changes there as well. And then also we're just kind of doing some directional signage and putting up some stuff around the church that's going to really put a stamp on who we are. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you guys want to you want to hear more about what it's going to look like? Yes. You yeah. want me to say yes, don't you? <laughs> yeah, tell us. No. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's called a teaser, everyone. You, you got to stick around. It'll You're be, such a tease. I'm such a tease. No, but it's going to be good stuff, and I'm excited about that. And, hey, I'll throw this out there real quick. You were talking about La Roca and our partnership with them. Yeah. They have come in, and they have helped uh, with different tasks. The last thing they've done this past couple of weeks is they've uh, helping us with some of our electrical issues and things like that. And so uh, expanding uh, some of our electrical needs, and so it's good stuff. And uh, anyways, the second thing I'd like to talk about is some of our small gatherings. And right now we've got uh, a men's group currently going, and we've had some ladies' Bible studies uh, this winter. And uh, what you can expect, though, is in the fall or or the spring, I apologize, uh, to look for a men's and a women's rooted group. We're going to get those going again. Cool. Yeah. That's our discipleship group. Good, good. And Mm -hmm. at one point we had expanded, uh, we had done six total and uh, and so we are getting those going. Also, uh, I'm excited. Rod doesn't even know this, uh, but uh, been working on this. Um, after our staff meeting yesterday, uh, we're going to uh, begin having classes again. What? Uh, and so uh, Topher and I kind of talked, and we're kind of targeting Wednesday nights. And the first one we're going to do this spring is the art of marriage. Uh, this past year has been a really challenging year for families. And we've done the art of uh, parenting in the past. And so we're going to start with that. And it's just cool. It's going to be a home run. You guys are going to love it. Love to see you uh, join us for that. Very cool. Also, uh, Propel and Men's Breakfast. We're getting those going again. And yeah. people right. have missed it. Yeah. And so. And Nikita's. Bible studies too are going to be kicking back into gear too, right? Yeah, that's right, that's right. And yeah. so, yeah, are we going to give her a chance to talk about the women's stuff? Or I think she's done enough. <laughs> We're done with you. <laughs> but so. ladies, hey, we haven't forgot you. And the same goes with the men's ministry as well. We we want to get going again. At one point, we were doing events. And so, my the first one I'd love to do is let's go axe throwing. Let's go have a good time. Hey, I, I think I'm there. Cool. I think that'd be a really fun one. Yeah. Nikita. We should do something like that. (laughs) I I think it would be fun, but I know some people that there is no way I'm going to let them throw an axe. (laughs) One of them is, I love you, son, but I'm not letting Brad. Uh, I love you though, Brad. I love you. I'll let's give him the big lumberjack. He doesn't need a a hatchet. I I can see full Viking. A few people in your youth group trying to throw them, and I'm like, "Mm, I'm not in the. That makes me afraid. I'm not in the. (laughs) But that's a great idea, my. Matt, so I'm, I'm excited about So we can that. have axe throwing for the youth group in the building. Is that yeah, what yeah, sure. Just okay, do it in cool. the building. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, Love to see how that one ends. Anyways, <laughs> let's uh, keep moving. And the last thing I want to talk about, and so basically up to this point, as far as groups together, we're getting rolling. 
and we're gonna we're gonna uh, get people back into some community. What's cool is people have naturally done that. They've recognized I need people around me. And so some of the Bible studies that I mentioned, I didn't even start or line up. They just started uh, happening on their own. And so we're going to encourage that ourselves. Uh, the last thing is uh, you guys are familiar with our uh, yearly event, Serve Midlow. And the intent always for that was not that it was a one-off thing, but it was just a taste of what we wanted people to do. It, uh, you know, an uh, implementation of what does it look like to love our neighbor as ourself? Well, we're serving the people around us. And so uh, we're, we're evolving that into a monthly uh, format. And so every month we're going to provide three opportunities for people to jump in and just, uh, again, uh, love their neighbor. Now, the first one uh, is our backpack lunch ministry. We've just recently restarted that. The school counselors uh, spoke to Linda Spradlin, uh, our organizer, and they said, hey, we need this, and this would be really welcomed. And so we've restocked our shelves. It's kind of cool because we got them all over, and when they are just filled up. And uh, if you're listening, a lot of people don't even know that Foodline came in and uh, sent in a $1,000 scholarship to help us restock our shelves and get going again. Yeah. And so it's really cool to see that going. And so Linda is always looking for volunteers if you want to help with that. Uh, also, we go down to uh, downtown and we support Liberation Family Services. We provide a meal for those veterans uh, every month. And that is something so simple. You can help bring some food. Uh, we cannot go in and mingle with them uh, currently, uh, but we're hoping that will change. But it's so easy to help uh, make something and provide a meal for them. And then lastly, La Roca had already had a fantastic relationship with Feedmore. If you're from the RVA area and you're a listener, uh, you know who Feedmore is. They do a lot to fight for uh, uh, the the needs of the hungry in our area. And uh, so Feedmore, uh, La Roca goes and buys food from them and they distribute food once a month. It's the third Wednesday of every month. And uh, what's cool is we just had one and it was a really cool event, wasn't it, guys? It, it just was really cool to see uh, people coming in and out. And uh, I heard um, that uh, there were over 100 uh, people who oh, they that's helped. That's awesome. 115. 115 awesome. families that were helped. How cool is that, that's right? awesome. And Oscar, I talked to him afterward just kind of saying, how did it go? Did you like it? How can we support you more? And he said, Pastor, he said, you need to expect for over 200 families to come next time mm. because they didn't know where we were located this time. And so, uh, hey, if you want to come and help, uh, they need help beforehand, uh, packing food and getting ready. And it's just really cool uh, to see La Roca do their thing. And so yeah. those are some things that's going on. So, thanks. That's thanks, great. Man. Lindsay Liu. Well, the worship ministry is going to start something new, and it actually starts next Wednesday, um, March 3rd. I'm really excited um, at seven o'clock, we're going to be having a worship night. And this is something that's been kind of the, a long time in the making. Um, last year, a lot of people had brought up, well, why don't we do worship nights sometimes? And, um, you know, that had always been a cool idea. But last year, last summer, I really started to hear the Lord like impress on me that needed to be part of our identity, not just Sunday mornings. Sure. But, and the thing that kept coming to me and it's just been like, nonstop as I feel like the Lord is saying um, to be a people of my presence yeah. that we want to be a church that is hungry for the presence of God and um, desperate to be near him. And so um, worship nights are going to be a part of our, our DNA, something that is just an opportunity for us to get together 
and to spend time listening to God and um, obviously, you know, worshiping the Lord. Um, but I'm really excited about it. We've got some cool things planned and our team actually tomorrow night is going to be spending a lot of time in prayer over this upcoming event. So when's the first one again? March 3rd. It's a Wednesday night. What so time? it's seven. Come out and worship. And um, I'm I'm really excited about it. It's going to be Very cool. cool. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Toaster. Hey, yeah. So, uh, 2020 was uh, was rough for uh, students in school canceling and um, meeting virtually and all this stuff and camps uh, being thrown to the wayside. But mm-hmm. uh, we were able to do our own thing, right? So CRY didn't meet in person last year. They gave us a package, um, but they are planning on having camps this summer. Um, so we're signing up for CRY. We're looking forward to that. You got to start uh, raising money, back. don't you? Yeah, we do. Uh, and so that's uh, coming up this summer. Super excited. We also have an opportunity um, to learn more about missions about in, at a conference in Richmond in November. So we're, that's something that I'm looking forward to that's as cool. well. Taking the students to that. Um, it's in our in our own city. So you know, uh, yeah. you want to hear something interesting? Oh, I don't know how interesting it is. <laughs> wow. I was here, I was here about. Not even a month, and Tim Cole called me and asked me to go to a meeting. And I went to a meeting um, downtown Richmond, and it was about this missions conference. Yeah. And I remember it was 2016, and I remember him saying, you know, five years from now. And I was like, man, that seems so far off. And here it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. He didn't ask me to do anything, though. (laughs) Huh. Ah. <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah so yeah so it's a it's a student uh conference in november so we're we're uh, planning on that it's a weekend thing in november looking That's forward cool. to it yeah yeah and uh unfortunately ccyc was canceled um for obvious reasons but i just got word um that we and thanks to matt also for that um that they are sending out uh th- materials and resources and things for us to host our own uh in april and so we're that's not going to risk it. But you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's coming up very soon. Um, yeah. But I'm planning on it, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, having something uh, for the students. Yeah, they need it. Yeah, yeah. they really yeah. need. Yeah. They really kids, need it. Yeah, your kids so. here at the church really need it. They do. Yeah. Um, and uh, I hope that you can get rolling on that. Yeah. Um, Pam can't be with us. Uh, and uh, so I asked her a few things that she was looking forward to this next year. Um, first of all, um, you you guys know this. She installed a new curriculum. Yeah. Uh, and it just had a great success. Um, people seem to love it. And I noticed also that she installed service projects. And one of them was bringing food in for the backpack lunch. Yeah. And they got, I don't know how many, what was the total? Over 500, right? No, it was over 800, I think, wasn't okay. it? Or close to 800. Yeah. And it started out with you a goal of... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say 1,000. I was like, maybe I'm way I wrong. Thought, it started it out with a goal of I like 75. Was it was it? over 1,000, right? Yeah, and it was uh, individual yeah. items. I yeah, mean, and yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it started with like... It started with 75. Or, like, no, yeah. It was like 100 It was like, or yeah, really I heard low. a million. So... <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> she's planning on doing a lot more um, really cool. service projects. I yeah. think that is really cool. Um, she's definitely got her children's ministry expanding. Uh, one thing that I'm looking forward to this year is um, we're going to hopefully have 
a vacation Bible school. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that'll take a lot more planning. I'll take a lot of volunteers. Some of you need yeah. to volunteer uh, for this. Um, and I hope you'll be listening for her um, talking more about that. So I'm excited what's going on in our children's ministry. Um, let me give you a couple things, and then we're going to close out. All right? And you guys feel free to input um, if you'd like. Uh, one thing is... We have something cool coming up this very next Sunday, and that is we're ordaining four elders. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be fun, right? And um, um, I don't know, be honest, in the history of this church, whether they ordained elders before. Um, the three elders that were here when I came, um, they're all gone. Um, not like disappeared. One moved to Texas. One is living in D.C. And one is um, uh, not able to attend our church. We hope that'll change down the road. But they're not able to, to attend our church because of some health challenges. Um, so anyway, um, we went without elders, and I was not going to lead this church without elders. Um, I led churches without elders before, but they were new churches, and so that was a little bit different, this church being you know, 15, 16, 17 years old now that um, I felt like, no, we got to have elders. So God brought some men into my life and in to the life of this church and their elders, and we're going to ordain them Sunday. We're going to ordain Kirk Kershaw. We're going to ordain uh, Kevin Caldwell. We're going to ordain Scott Spradlin. We're going to ordain Nestor the Mailman. And um, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, and uh, so I hope that you're looking forward to that if you're listening. Um, another thing I want I want you to get is that we are going to continue our pursuit of being a, a faith-based, scripture-loyal, um, God-pursuit church, you know, a kingdom-pursuit church. In fact, mm-hmm. um, we were talking yesterday, uh, you're going to start seeing this more and more, uh, the words for Kindred 2021 are one pursuit. We have one pursuit. And so you'll be hearing more about that. But, you know, with the overall vision, I think come a lot of questions as well. Mm-hmm. And so instead of writing down, oh, this is going to happen, I wrote down things that I think we got to work through. All right. Uh, the first one was, can we get back to being a complete church? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and what I mean by that is we got a lot of people who have yet to come back. Man, we got some people in our church that have never seen this building. Yeah. 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 You know? And we lost some people. We lost some people. They left. And um, uh, we understand that as well. This has been hard to be separate. Yeah. Um, but can we get back to normal? You know, that's that's part of the vision. Are we going to get back there where we're, um, we're meeting together and we have a lot of our people back? We're, we're doing okay. We're doing better than the national average, that is, for uh, COVID um, times. But I wonder about that. I wonder, can we improve on our technological outreach? In other words, find new avenues. That's why we're doing the podcast now and and uh, YouTube and stuff like that. Because we know that some people, that is their new way. Mm. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like... You know, some people haven't read a book in years because they listen to podcasts or they listen to someone else read to them. Um, and people are going to be doing that. They do that with their education, right? Some some kids don't go to a building anymore. They sit and their teacher talks to them online. Um, and some people are doing that with their worship. So can we improve on our technological outreach over this next year? Um, 
can this hit me and I shared a little bit on Sunday. Can we grow and expand our obvious need for homeless ministry? Yeah. Right yeah. there with so many people, yeah. you know, staying in their cars. Yeah. You know, I I have this vision. I actually shared it with Hadakel a week or two before he passed about the other side, the built the bigger side. And I I've always believed we're supposed to have that side. Um, I've always believed that God was going to provide it for us or provide us the opportunity for it. Um, and one of the things I think about that other side is, wouldn't it be cool to have, gosh, some bathrooms and showers and some a kitchen and some places where we set up beds and stuff like that, yeah. where when it gets cold, like we've had some really bad weather in the last couple of weeks, um, we can invite them in where it's heated, it's covered, we have hot food for them. Mm -hmm. They can go in and take a shower and all that kind of stuff and just grab some comfort. I know that we're never going to be a permanent home, and I don't think that's our call, all right? Those are available. Um, I don't think our call is to build a shelter. Now, if it is, we'll do it. But I just think it'd be cool to have that space and to be able to provide that yeah. for yeah. them. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, another question. Um is this year where we finally get to get involved with overseas ministries? Yeah. Missions. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about Matt since I've been here, haven't we? Yes. And um, all I've ever did. Yeah, it really is. And it's time. It's time to get involved, don't you think? I'm surprised that we for how long the church has been around that hasn't happened. You know, a lot of churches, um, the challenge, and I don't know if this is the story of New Venture, um, what their story was, but the challenge is a lot of times because of finances. Um, missions should still be up front, but because of finances, they set it on the side. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes the sad truth is, I don't know if it's ever happened here, but when a church is under budget constraints, the first thing they cut are missionaries. Isn't that rough? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine being overseas and depending upon, even if it's just a $20 check or a $100 check, yeah. because you don't make, you don't go into missions to be a millionaire. And so... I'm hoping this year, Mike, I'm hoping this year, you guys, that, that we can find a mission, be a part of it. Matt and I are hoping to do some traveling over into Europe. Um, yep. we, we have a couple that I've talked to, Matt's known, and he's talked to, and they're going to be in the States in June, is it? Yes. And uh, I'm going to get a chance to meet with them, maybe have lunch with them or coffee with them and talk to them more. I'm really interested in their ministry. Um, and I'm not going to get a whole lot into it. Maybe that'll be a podcast segment someday talking about missions. Um, here's another question. Um, can we do more with our building to be used for the community? Mm -hmm. You know, English is a second language classes. I talked to Angie at mm -hmm. La Roca and she said she'd be glad to help with that. That would be really good because they have people even in their church that wish that they spoke English. English. Okay. And so I thought, how cool would it be to set something like that up? I know we had people in our church say they would help with that. Mm -hmm. Chris, you know somebody speaks Spanish, don't you? My wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so or how about the field out back? Wouldn't it be cool um, to clean that all up and have a really neat playground for the kids, maybe even a little picnic area, stuff like that, where the kids can use? Yeah. And that, that's going to take some real work. That's going to take... Some real work, but yeah. Gary Nikita's said, got it. She's ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I think that would be great. That that would be one thing. And here's another one. Um, 
can we, <laughs> this is a kind of a silly rhetorical, can we finally start growing again? Yeah. yeah. You know, one of the challenges of this COVID was we were growing so well in the fall of 2019. Yeah. Um, and we really believed that the summer or the new building was just going to throw us up over 150 pretty quick because we were running 115, 120, right? And we were like so excited, like, man, we get in this new building. We're just going to boom, pop up to 150, 200 people. And in fact, I think I told Matt by Easter of next year, we'll be averaging 200 people. It won't be our target date. It won't be our target attendance. And then, of course, you know, COVID changed a lot of things. I want to start growing again. Yeah. You know, I want to start reaching people again. So um, anyway, that's kind of a thing. We want to continue to establish a strong foundation in our vision, right? Yeah. We want to we want to make sure we're doing biblical teaching. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that we're still making disciples. Amen. Right? We want to make sure that we understand that it takes great sacrifice to do the work in the kingdom and teach that as well as practice it ourselves. Uh, we want to be mission-minded, yeah. right? Um, and here's my last one. This, I want to be a risk-taking church. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's right. You know, um, we talked about it. You've heard me say it from the pulpit. Matt and I had a long discussion on this one time that one of the greatest challenges during this crisis or pandemic or whatever um, is that safety um, has become um, a sort of a a, a goal even a God and it's taken place of the things that should be our goal. Right. So when I say risk taking, I'm not saying throw off all your mask and start hugging people. I'm not saying that way. What I am, I do miss the hugs, by the way. Um, but what I am saying is that I want to, I want to trust God more and fear the news less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the kind of church I want to be. That's the one pursuit that I want to see. Here yeah. Kindred. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Right? Guys, it's so good to be back with you on the show. I know I see you each week, but I mean, this is fun. Yeah. It is. All right. And uh, I forgot to mention, and I'm going to share this with you because I did this last year. First of all, I'm going to Florida soon. Remember <laughs> when I was doing that last year? That was yeah. our last podcast. Yeah. I'm going to Florida soon. And when I'm gone, we have two guest speakers, um, one on March 14th and one on March 21st. The one on March 14th, you've heard him before. His name, Pastor Matt Smith. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one's me? Oh, okay. He forgot, he forgot <laughs> his date. <laughs> joking, joking. It is for now. Um, <laughs> anyway, finally, um, the last, the, March 21st, is Nikita. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, is going to be our man, Chris Moore. I'm excited right. about that, Chris. Put I'm excited, too. In. Let's go. Yeah, huh? I'm excited too. What did you say, Lindsay? I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm just smiling. Like, yeah. I like, like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Smiling's my favorite. <laughs> she's yeah. like, I'm going to miss that week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's. She asked me already for the date. Can on. I get out of town? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, excited to hear from um, Christopher too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, really excited about it. I hope oh. you guys look forward to it. And um, uh, I'm going to be back that Sunday. Um, so I'm going to get to sit there. Because right. I, I didn't want you to preach your first sermon without me there. Yeah. So anyway, that's coming up. Um, listen, I hope you join us 
each time we have this, we're looking at like every two weeks, I think is what we're talking about. And so every other week, we're going to send out a podcast. You're going to hear more about it. Tell your friends about it. We gotta, we'll have to build up those numbers again. Remember mm-hmm. how we used to get the numbers reports? We'll have to build up those numbers again. Some people forgot about us. And uh, so I hope that you'll be with us every other week as we share here at Kindred 360. Now, don't forget, we meet now on Hull Street. One zero one six three. Yep. Yep. That's Hull right. Street. All right. It's the old big lots. And we meet there at the corner of Hull Street and Courthouse. Ten o'clock every Sunday. Would love to have you share with us as we continue our one pursuit. God bless. Have a good one. You've been listening to the Kindred 360 podcast. If you would like to hear more, be sure to check out our additional podcast, Extra 360. And be sure to subscribe to the Kindred 360 podcast to stay up to date with our most current episodes. We want to thank you for listening today and have a blessed week ahead.